Hello friends, this is the third episode of the CoreyCast. Today's guest is somebody that has been in my life since way back in 2006. Mike Spooches has been my closest friend and someone I would even call my brother from another mother. Mostly because his mom Lisa has fed me way too many meals. <laughs> he uh, was the best man at my wedding and during my speech he said, uh, now many people here thought I would be standing across from Corey at the altar, but here we are. And uh, I've always admired that Mike loves uh, researching and exploring new ideas. He's someone who uh, constantly looks for more information on any topic he's interested in, from MMA to scientific discoveries to electric cars. Mike also has a very stoic attitude and yet has made me belly laugh harder than anyone I know. This podcast, we mostly talked about his new Tesla, and we even talked a little UFC. Seriously, I love this dude, and I hope this conversation shows how genuine and intelligent he really is. Episode 3, baby. Hope you enjoy. side of the cup that's how you know you've made it to the good side when you're on a dragon ball z cup yeah this is how the podcast this is how it's gonna start we're just starting right off the bat by talking about oh my god it's it's begun it's begun what's cracking man how are you i'm doing pretty good man (laughs) thanks for doing this this is pretty cool right absolutely thank you for uh penciling me into your busy (laughs) schedule of having seven different jobs going at one time i know isn't that weird you ever have like three jobs you ever sell a house while you're teaching someone how to throw a round kick or anything like that (laughs) i I should make it like a package deal you buy a house from me i'm gonna show you how to head kick somebody yeah for real though like you're doing a lot of different things you're spinning a lot of different plates is it you finding it hard and now you're doing the podcast yeah it's like you got a lot going on you finding it hard to manage all those things at once or is it yeah and it's like uh it's like a balancing act, right? It's like, I'm doing the podcast just because it's like a passion project. It's just like, I like to have conversations with mm. with cool people. Um, but at the same time, it's I think it'll help real estate because I have like, in a couple of weeks, I have a really cool guest that'll be real estate minded. Mm. Um, and also just, it's like, it's cool. Like, when do I... When was the last time we just sat down and chilled and talked for a bit? Uh, like Saturday? Like Saturday? <laughs> Saturday we hung out? No no big deal? Uh, yeah. No. So, no, it's cool. It's just, um, I don't know, it's a lot of jobs, but it's like, it's just, I don't know, I'm like a, I'm a, I'm a mover, mm-hmm. I guess. I just, yeah. like, I'm, I want to do something all the time, and like, I do all that craziness, and then it's like when I get home from the gym or something, it's like you that little really hour is like me playing switch and like mellowing out mm. by the way i did all the memories in breath of the wild very upset you got zero things from it yeah i yeah. did all that work for zero it's a very side quest yeah type of thing, i right? went on reddit and they were like oh yeah no you just get an alternate an, an extra end scene when you yeah. beat the game yeah i'm yeah. like oh, that's kind of cool but i was hoping for a really cool weapon like it was gonna lead me to link sword or something cool well well, just keep on playing. You'll find oh, out. Oh, the things. plot thickens. 
Uh, yeah, I did all the memories last night, and then uh, started taking down uh, uh, the third beast. Started working on one of that. You find your way into the um, the forest of like the mysterious forest. Or no, anything? that's a cool part. Ooh. That's a cool part. I'm about it. I'm about yeah. it, dude. So what <clears throat> was it like purchasing your Tesla? Because that's an experience in itself. That was yeah. It was really cool. That's actually like you have the option to have it delivered to your home, which is crazy. Which is well, I, I mean, the company Carvana can will do that. Oh right. It's just like a third party thing. If if you're spending enough, like they can they can make it happen. But yeah, I chose to drive down to essentially New York City, Mount Kisco to get it to get like the full experience. I wanted to like walk in and like see a Model X on display yeah. and like see model like the P100Ds in the parking lot. Yeah. But this place was like a like a service center. They're there. Mostly to like work on cars, but now they're starting to like sell so more. So there's of them no there. dealership attached to it. It is. It is. Yeah. It's not like a huge parking lot like Drivers Village or something yeah. like that. It was a small area where they were mostly working on cars, and then they drove my car in, like from a mile down the street, and then just like, wow. brought it to me like that. How wild! But it, yeah, it was cool. Definitely a cool process. Like you do it all online. It's like it's like you're ordering something off Amazon. It's, especially you traded they, your car in with them, right? Or did yeah. you sell it? No, yeah, I just traded it in. It's hard to... If you trade in your car, you end up getting it back. Like, you have to pay less in taxes for, like, on the actual oh. vehicle because it, like, takes it off the front of it. Right. So it's hard to make money, like, oh, selling it your own because you, you end up getting a tax cut for it, so... Oh, interesting. So yeah, it's just many, more like, convenient. Like how many tax cuts were there? Like, well, I mean, that's just like, like any a car. Few of them, right? Like, if you trade in your car to buy another car, you have to pay less on the sales tax of that vehicle oh. because you takes it takes it right off the price of that vehicle. Oh, Whereas sure. if you sold your car and then bought it for full price, you'd have to pay more tax. But so you get a New York state tax, which is uh, two thousand dollars, and that's basically two thousand dollars that they add to your down payment. And that was because you bought a Tesla? That's any electric vehicle and oh. sold in New York State that's new. So oh. you can't, it doesn't work for an old vehicle. And I also got an 1875 like federal tax credit. That's because I purchased it before the end of last year. That credit is now gone for Tesla. Oh. It's, a, it's like a federal incentive on all electric vehicles to try to sell emission-free vehicles. Uh, and it's basically up to $7,500, but it's only, like, if you actually pay that in federal taxes throughout the year. Mm-hmm. So, like, if you only pay $6,000 federal, you only get 6000 back. Now, this is a credit that's available to every single electric vehicle on the market, the Nissan Leaf, the new Ford Mach-E coming out, right. like, except for Teslas and, I believe, GM. Because after you sell a certain amount of these electric vehicles, the government basically decides, like, hey, you're on your own now. Like, you clearly can do this, so you don't get Uh, this tax credit anymore. So does the government give that tax for specific companies? Yeah, any any company selling an electric car that that meets their, like, emission standards. Interesting. Interesting. So that, that $7,500 tax credit is still available to new EVs except for Tesla's and I believe it's like the Chevy Volt. 
because like GM. Oh makes yeah, it. Volt's like the first. Yeah. Automatic. I, I think like, that was the other one. Yeah, the Volt one is the <laughs> first Chevy one. Yeah, people like those cars. Uh, I feel like they were like one of the first good electric vehicles because they were they've been making electric vehicles for a long time, but for a long time they were just bad versions of right. uh, combustion engine cars. So no one was interested in it, and it sort of gave them like a bad rap. Like people sort of uh, thinking they were like kind of car like to get, yeah, like the car to get. If you're like don't want, you're not, you don't want power in your car. Yeah, you're right. not a manly man. Yeah. But I think that's completely changed now, and yeah, they're definitely. I see them completely as the vehicle of the future right now. Right, it's pretty wild. I mean, that Chevy Volt was like. Uh, I remember when they announced it because it was the first manufacturer that seemed to be like mass producing them because like i heard of them before and i could be wrong about this but i've heard of them before but it was never like like i see volts at least a few times a week now when i'm driving around yeah so yeah. it's kind of cool to see those cars are they the same as the test where you just plug in and it's all electric there's the volt and then there's the bolt one of them is a hybrid i believe and the other one is fully electric oh, i think gotcha. I, I think that's that's how it works but a lot of yeah, a lot of those cars people associate with being like an electric car, a Prius. I think Prius but that are Prius fully, a hybrid. Yeah, they, they're hybrids. So it's a lot of both them, electric and gas. And there's advantages to that. Like a big disadvantage to trying to make or a challenge in trying to make a good electric vehicle is that it's the range. Like that is the the driving factor for electric cars: the range and what what makes up like a range in a vehicle it's the battery size and it's the efficiency of the car and both of those things like have to be perfect if you want to get to like a tesla range right now like how around, far what's a range for your tesla? mine mine is 250 miles which is like a full tank of gas and that's the lowest range they make on any of their cars Whoa. 250 miles is the smallest one so i know tesla has like Updates that you can buy. Could you just update it and boom, you have extra capacity? Exactly. Like, whoa, they, that's they, crazy. They can't obviously over the air update your battery and give you a larger battery. You have to but, go to but, the shop. No, no, no. But what they can do is give you an over the air update where they've been working on efficiencies throughout the car and that extends your range through just like electrical efficiencies through the way it delivers power like through the powertrain and the battery mm -hmm. so since i got my car it has increased in range mm -hmm. because of that fact they basically keep doing pushing out updates to make their car more efficient and in doing so the range is just increased just while you're sleeping overnight oh so interesting. and they're the only car that does that and that's that's really like it's it's a huge thing to have over the air updates on a car. You don't buy cars yeah, right, right. and and then they get better over time. You yeah, buy right. cars and they slowly degrade and like lose value. I mean, but it's just like an update. It's the it's the wildest thing. It's just like yeah, hey, it, an update. A lot is of down. people see that as like wow, cool. You get like now you have like Netflix in your car or something like that. Yeah, right. But it, it really is like they've that car has significantly improved. If you look at just like the reviews of the Model Three when it first came out to now, people give it glowing reviews now. It wins like all kinds of awards. It was the best sold electric vehicle, best sold non electric luxury sedan wow. last year. Like it's killing the luxury sedan market pretty much. Right. And yeah, I don't That's interesting. And like what 
what made you get into it? Was it because I remember your uncle bought one, and I remember you telling mm-hmm. me like how pumped you were that you got to see your uncle's get one, and he's has like a YouTube page right where you could see like the start to finish mm-hmm. process. Uh, yeah, you don't. Other people have gotten in my car and then not immediately bought one afterwards. So clearly yeah. I had some yeah. interest beforehand. And yeah. I think, like, even when I was, like, I, I don't even remember how, how long ago. But, like, I remember just growing up, my thing was, like, YouTube. I'd watch, like, Sam Harris. I'm watching, like, Joe Rogan. This is probably before Joe Rogan. And I'm, like, learning about, like, Carl Sagan. Mm-hmm. And Elon Musk was always one of these guys where I'm like, wow, that's incredible, the things this guy is thinking of and, like, executing on. Yeah. And I think this was back when, like, the Roadster was first announced. <laughs> and I'm like... Was the Roadster their first one? First electric car? It was, but it was essentially just taking a body of a car that already existed, the Lotus, and just finding a way to put, like, an electric... Make it electric by putting, like, a battery in there. Right. And it wasn't, wasn't mass really produced, right? wasn't mass produced. It was very expensive, but their goal was to show that you can make like a badass electric car that's like really fast, yeah. has good range. Uh, but it just wasn't like fully their own. So I was I was like paying attention back then, and I liked uh, what Elon Musk was doing. I liked his like his. His sort of like ethos, his his way of um, ethos. That's a word I don't use ever. It, <laughs> it's it's because he has a very interesting story, and I like learn yeah. about that. And then I'm starting to hear about these cars he's making. Then the Model S and the Model X come out, and I'm like, wow, those are really cool cars. I definitely never plan to spend 120 thousand dollars on yeah, them. Yeah, right, right. But that's pretty cool. Like I wish right. I could drive in them one day. Be cool to see one one day. And then they made the Model Three, which is the first, they called it like a $35,000 Tesla. And it didn't quite reach that price. Like, it did for a little bit, but it basically, it was like did a it very, it was a very, like, low, it was just like a trim level of that car, yeah. the $35,000 model. You don't have electric windows, you had to roll. Yeah, yeah, down. and it was just like, they're like, all right, we're not going to do that one anymore. It, so that was called, like, the standard range. I got the standard range plus. It has just, like, it, better features and, like, a better battery. Yeah. So it's more of, like, a 40000 but. Yeah, it's interesting. Still, just the idea <laughs> that there is, like, a car that I, I I don't care about cars generally. Like, the way I think about You've them never it, been a car is person. just like, yeah, like, get me to point A to point B, mm-hmm. and, like, that's all I really care about. I think that was your exact words when you bought your first car. Yeah, copper, yeah, and I was like, car, yeah, like, yeah. Ah, ah, fuck it, just it, gets me somewhere. Yeah, and I'm like, I get if, the if it goes in reverse, that's even, that's a plus. Yeah, right, That's, right. that's optional, but yeah, that's that'd be nice. <laughs> As long as it stops and goes left and right, yeah. that that's all I really need. But reverse, yeah. that's that'd be a nice one. And then you get, into, and then you buy a Tesla, and it's like, <clears throat> then you're this car dude. And I'm like, oh shit, it's that's like never been. Well, yeah, well that's why is because it's something unique. It's not just an iteration of an old car where it's like, oh, this is the same thing as that one, except this one is has a more rumbly engine yeah. and like <laughs> it. it yeah, like I, I don't get it. Like I, to me, that doesn't make sense. Some people are really into that stuff, and like I have nothing, no problem with that. But like that's just never been my interest. But the things, the, the improvements and complete like redesign of of the vehicle that Tesla did with an electric vehicle, like that interests me. I'm I'm interested in like the tech aspects of mm-hmm. it, and like, in. 
it is it's built so much differently than like a typical car that mm. it, yeah it, those just to me seem like a completely new thing other than just like a well this is also like the same gas car but this one has like nicer leather on the inside right. what i what i like about elon is it's like he's not a it doesn't seem like he's a business person first absolutely he's a, not he's an engineer first oh yeah so it's like he's a multi-dot billionaire who just like mm. he's like who else is gonna just drill underneath LA and make a speed tunnel like well, he's not doing it to make money he's like oh I just wanted to dig and see if I can go from here to here well well he's solving problems that's the way he yeah, thinks he doesn't right. think what can I do that's gonna make me a ton of money right right he's thinking this problem is annoying me and or LA traffic or terrible right yeah that that's a, more of, like, an annoyance thing. I mean, obviously, there's, like, major issues with that, but it's mostly just, like, him being, like, annoyed at all the traffic. Yeah. But most of it is, like, what are these problems that the world is facing that no one is tackling and mm-hmm. we're all just kind of ignoring? And that's, like, the way he thinks. Like, he was in college originally to study batteries. Like, uh, that that was his focus, going... Oh, like, he, he planned on making Tesla, but that wasn't his first company, like... While he was in college, he made PayPal essentially with like a with a partner. Oh, I didn't know he made PayPal. Yeah, and he he basically saw it's turned over now, right? Yeah, yeah, somebody else. Yeah, he saw like the internet coming while he was studying. I don't know the exact. I would assume some sort of chemistry for like batteries. Uh, but like his plan was to make like a really good electric car eventually. But he was in college, saw like the the internet boom the dot-com yeah. era and he was like <clears throat> he basically made paypal because he realized like people needed like a way to pay for stuff online and stuff right. like that and secure sold, way yeah yeah and he sold it for a bunch of money and then used that money to start like his many other businesses that he's working on uh spacex eventually yeah. and tesla and solar city and right now the boring company what is solar city i think uh that one, I think, has sort of been combined with Tesla now. It yeah. was sort of like their energy project. Right. Like, now they're working on, like, solar panels and solar roofs and, and uh, power walls, like which right. is like a battery for your home. There's, like, like, a that. couple of uh, countries that are, like, 100% just renewable energy now. There's a, But they're, like, smaller. I think it's, like, Denmark or something. I just saw <clears> it online not too long ago. Mm-hmm. They're, like, 100% renewable from windmills to solar panels uh which is kind of interesting i'd be i'd be interested to see what kind of solar panels elon musk comes out with because isn't it like i remember there was a rumor this could be true the roof on one of the cars was going to be solar panel for a Mm -hmm. prototype or something so they currently make solar panels in buffalo new york there's a gigafactory. There's not many Tesla gigafactories, but there's one in Buffalo, New York. Interesting. I wonder where, where they produce. Uh, yeah, I don't know. Close to Canada. I don't oh, know. Man, whatever. But they make solar panels mm. and they make solar roofs. Have you seen the solar roof? No. It's literally like instead of panels you place on your roof, it's right. An Which higher roof? By the way, in a real estate world with a solar panel thing. That seems to be I almost good way to sell your house. No, well, no, because if you have somebody who doesn't want it, Mm. which could be a hassle, because you don't like the deals that I've seen, and it's like a lease where you lease the solar panels, Mm. but it's really the Mm. energy, Mm. the companies. Mm. 
there's holes in your roof when you remove them. There's just like it just seems oh, okay. to be like a whole, a whole headache if you ever want them removed. I I've heard and this might be from like solar energy propagandists <laughs> that like it helped like I guess it's easier to sell your house like if maybe that's only if someone is specifically looking for a house that already has them right. installed. And, right. But that makes sense. If, you but have, I mean, if they're doing the lease thing, yeah. you have to take them down. Yeah, right. And your and that, roof is just messed up. Yeah, like that. That would be a pain. But I think the general, like, <laughs> I would buy a house that had solar panels. Like that wouldn't deter me from mm. just because it's like, why would I not want to pay twenty dollars in my energy bill instead of one twenty or yeah, one thirty yeah. that I'm paying now? Yeah, a lot of those lease deals essentially you're just like you don't pay anything and then you yeah. just end up saving money i don't i don't yeah. get why more people don't do it but i yeah. i also don't own my own house so right. like i can't really make a statement on that but it does at least from like the math of it it seems like you're just yeah. making money I don't yeah know. right but they they now make full solar, solar panel. roofs not oh, panels roof. but like the shingles themselves That's... are and okay. the entire roof yep. becomes like a solar panel That's what i saw cuz that was like the new shingle was was solar so i i would be very curious to see what just like uh set it because shingles come in like a it's like four or five blocks or something mm-hmm. you just throw them on i wonder if there's like a wire that uh, runs I, I don't them, i don't think they're selling these to like random people uh, like i think you're specific. you're buying that they have a team come out and install it and then so i don't, I don't know what it looks like but God, I, yeah damn, they're definitely... if i had if i had unlimited amounts of money Calling Elon Musk up and tell him to yeah, pull one I mean, my house. There's a lot of like, like financial like hoops and that you can kind of jump through and make it seem cheaper. Like I think there's tax incentives with that as well. Yeah. Plus, like they say, like if you bought a new roof plus solar panels, it would be more expensive than just buying like the solar roof. Mm-hmm. So like apparently it's not too bad as far as like cost but it's definitely can't be cheap to get like a whole new roof yeah. of that well you also got to think long term like what yeah what kind of money you're gonna be saving yeah every month on energy i feel like it would pay you might be like a new roof might cost a couple grand but i feel like if you spend 10 grand in the energy saving roof it'll pay for itself in x amount of years like you know what i mean i feel mm. like it probably would be a pretty good yeah and like See, this is this is what's interesting to me is that there is a conversation to be had about like an actual financial incentive to do these things when really the real reason to do them is the renewable energy. And now it's gotten to the point where it's smarter for people to choose mm-hmm. these these paths because it's actually more they make themselves more financially well off to do so. There was there once was a time where a lot of these decisions were like, oh, it's going to cost me more, but at least I'm kind of saving the environment yeah. or or like right. or whatever. Now it's like you're saving the environment and you're going to save money. And that's that's the kind of turn that needed to happen. And I think that's the kind of turn that happened with the Tesla cars as well because like there was a while where it's a trade-off. It's like, eh. I guess it's it's cool that I could like go to work and back and not have to use gas, but it's really not a great ride. Now it's to the point where people are like, I love this car. I think it's better than other cars. I I like that, like it's you could watch Netflix and Hulu and it has autopilot. And so like, explain to me that that autopilot mode is like, there's a download right that you can spend money on to like yeah yeah. But before before I get like. 
I, I just think that's that's the key is that like it it has these cars now have all of the reasons for people to want them and then a byproduct of them is is just happens to be that they're much better for the environment zero emissions mm-hmm. and that's like the place we need to be in with that where right. the choice doesn't have to be like a trade-off it's simply like hey i'm just trying to go with a better one and i just happens to be better for the environment as well and like i think i think that's like an important thing going into the future i think that'll be a good that that'll be a very key mindset into turning the whole climate change over is is making things like well i have a roof that i could spend four grand on or i could spend five grand on solar panels and then save me money exactly so it's like i'm killing two birds with one stone or a company that wants to deliver things like across the country and right now their option is obviously a diesel semi truck because that's your only option mm-hmm. but then eventually it gets to the point where the savings from a, an electric power diesel truck actually actually that didn't make any sense an electric power semi truck there's no such thing as an electric power electric diesel, diesel truck electric diesel <laughs> but but once it gets to the point where companies are like, hey, this is going to save me money. I'm just going with that because it's cheaper for our business. Right. That is the sort of things because those businesses and gigantic corporations are the people who are really contributing to that kind of stuff. And once like Amazon realizes that it's cheaper for them to have electric delivery vehicles, which they're starting to do with like uh, Rivian. That's those are the kind of key moments where like I think that kind of stuff is going to change now that businesses are starting to adopt it because it's actually more financially viable for them. But you were asking about the autopilot thing. Yeah. Because when I drove your car, I I'm going to be very honest. I was very scared when I drove your car because do you remember you told me like three times you're like nope just let let it do its thing dude and I'm like. I couldn't control myself from grabbing the wheel or touching the brake a little bit. Well. You you want to grab the wheel like it's it's technically like you're not supposed to just go no hands with it. Yeah, no, I didn't go no hands, dude. Allegedly, <laughs> allegedly, I took my hands off. Yeah, but um, it's certainly far past where a majority of people think it is. The where we're at with autonomous driving, it's certainly also not just something I click on and I magically end up at my destination. Yeah, right. It's sort of a cruise control where... It's a more it's, advanced cruise control. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's literally, it is adaptive cruise control plus lane assist. Mm-hmm. Like, adaptive cruise control and it's... You just set a speed, it'll stay at that speed unless it thinks it's going to hit a car in front of them and then it slows down and keeps a certain distance. And then lane assist... It's not going to bump out of a lane if it notices that it's between two lines. That's technically all it is right now. It's There's no uh, AI decision-making going mm-hmm. on. And I think if people are expecting that, that is a far way off. How, do, how many years do you think? I, like 10 I mean, years? Probably, Definitely in our lifetime, I could see it. It, it depends like what you mean... Like, like, how many years do you think we would have an ability where it would be a 
not just like a special feature, meaning like when they took the Roadster, mm. they made because that was a very special thing. Like I feel like they could make an autonomous vehicle that drives by itself right now. Some people are claiming by the end of this year. I'm oh, skeptical of that. I would say more like. But 10 mass years. production to the point where like the Model Three, uh, like a trucking company like Schneider does it has cuts their drivers in half and now has just yeah. autonomous. No, trucks. that's that's a far way off because of like other logistical reasons. I think. But it's going to happen. Mm-hmm. And that's the key. Like, uh, Definitely in our lifetime. Some, some people hear that and they're like, truckers are never going to go away. They've been here my lifetime. They're never going to go away. It's going to happen. Whether it's five years or 20 years, it's going to happen. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's, yeah, that, that'll, be, that'll be huge. But it, there's a lot of tough challenges to solve there. Like, just think about semi-trucks like... That, there's a lot of charging. So many. Yeah, yeah, and like it takes a long time to charge. I feel like, like the those... more power you're using, the more you're gonna have to charge it, right? Because it's just like a phone battery. Yeah. The more you're on your phone, the yeah. more that you're gonna have to charge away well, more often. Think about yeah. Well, and the problem is the longer it's going to take to charge because yeah. a semi truck hauling a gigantic load um, that takes so much energy, and right. it's gonna take a huge battery to deal with that yeah. and then a huge battery takes just takes a long time to charge there's just no getting around that yeah like there's a, there's physics that like limit the amount of electrons that can go into a battery and there's there's no magical solution for that there's ways of improving battery recharge speed but yeah. like there's a there's ultimately a, a physical limitation to how fast you can do that but maybe we're around the corner from Getting jumping past that hurdle. Yeah, yeah. Actually, Tesla just partnered with like a new company, um, who claims to have some new battery technology, and you—you uh, you never know. Like one breakthrough could change a lot, so right. you never know. Um, but yeah, as far as uh, self-driving, like in my car, you were asking about the uh, like download you can get. Yeah. Every single Tesla comes stock with autopilot. Even the lowest rain, lowest trim Model Three comes with autopilot, which is what we were talking about before. Lane yep. assist, with lane assist with adaptive control. cruise, adaptive cruise control. I like that better. And that's enough for most people, right? Like that means you can essentially drive on the highway for hours and touch nothing. nothing. Like yeah. people don't realize that they just they hear those things, adaptive cruise and lane assist. That doesn't sound too crazy. This literally means you can drive on the highway without ever touching, like, right. anything, basically. You, you have to have your hands on the road, or on the wheel, technically. Um, legally. Legally. <laughs> but Like I said, allegedly. But ultimately, like, if you look at the actual data on this stuff, self-driving plus human driver equals safer vehicle. Like, there's less accidents when autopilot is engaged and the driver is paying attention than a car without self-driving features. Um, but that that actually reminded me. There was once a time when, like, there in the, in the AI race, where, like, the ultimate goal was for AI to beat a chess champion. Like, we all remember this kind right. of talk. Eventually, it got there and beat a chess champion. But there was a period of time where AI was good enough to almost be a chess champion like it wasn't 
Or it was like close. You know what? No, no, here. It was it was able to beat the champion, but what was the best thing was what they called like a a centaur, which is a very cool name for this. Which is a human Which is horse. a human <laughs> which is just a human horse. It was a human chess. horse, right, playing chess. But, but it's a human with AI in combination making decisions together. So it's like the AI shows the expert player yeah. like what moves it thinks. The player thinks about them, makes his assessment, and then maybe sometimes goes with the AI, maybe sometimes makes his own move. That, for a little while, was the ultimate. Like the, right. They're like, oh, AI can get good, but it can't get better than like a human plus AI. Right. Turns out that wasn't true because shortly after that, I, it might have been AlphaGo, but it might have been before that. They basically were able to just have AI face itself over and over again, and that beats and it was, the centaur. It was self-learning too, and that's what Tesla, that's what Elon did with a Tesla, right? Where it's a self-learning AI. They don't write the AI from the ground up, uh, where it's all, but it's a. It relearns itself. It gets better. It grows. Yeah, yeah, like a neural net. Um, God, I don't that's know such exactly. A scary word. When you say neural net, yeah, I'm yeah. like, oh god, it's like iRobot. <laughs> it's like soon. It's like yeah. these these robots are gonna take us over. Yeah. Uh, yes, I'm sure they're also making like sort of manual update. I don't I don't know how exactly that works. Yeah, but I'm sure. And it's not just one thing. Mm-hmm. I don't think. I don't think just autonomous driving is just like one thing. Yeah. I think it's like combinations of different things going on at once. Like for example, they release. They recently released an update where, what do they call it? Uh, they call it Deep Rain, which is Deep a Rain? neural net they released only specifically for the windshield wipers to turn on. <laughs> to turn. This is. They trained a neural net with millions of images of rain and videos of rain to learn how to turn on windshield wipers. Other companies just like use a sensor and it's just yeah. they went and built a full like neural net for Jesus. that reason. And like that's something that is like every time I'm in my car and I um, don't feel the windshield wipers turn on automatically and I have to press a button to turn them on, it's learning from that over and over again. Yeah. So eventually, it should get to the point where, like, it just you never have to think about that on your own. It just does it because it's learned so much over time. God, I'm so glad there's people smarter than me out there. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> to figure this shit out. Yeah, I know. Because <laughs> it's like that uh, one seems a little unnecessary, but it's kind of cool. Unnecessary, yeah. but when you're Elon Musk, especially when you just um, like you sit in your car in the morning and you see like update, and you're like reading that, and you're like, what? You just put a you're game. reading uh, like uh, when you play a video game and they update, you're reading the hot fix. Yeah, you're reading yeah, all yeah. the all. But I'm the... like, my windshield has a. Neural ne- does, neural does my network? windshield have feelings though? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Which is like, that's well, that's the fear of the AI is that like eventually it's gonna <clears throat> it's gonna have emotion, it's gonna have feeling, and it's gonna it's gonna take us over one day. But I don't I don't know if that's like realistic. I feel like that's yeah. I don't yeah. I have no idea on that stuff. When I think of like the future of AI, I don't think about like a robotic human. I think of like a smart home. 
Yeah. Like, that's when I think yeah, AI. I'm exactly. like, Alexa, yeah. the smart thermostat, the doorbell. That's what I think of, too. Light changings, I don't, the light bulbs. I don't think of, like, a body. I mean, I guess someone could do that, and but I don't really see, like, the need. I don't what know. if Maybe, Alexa yeah. turned into a robot, dude? I don't know. I don't like, know. A, a thing that stood in the closet, and then you'd say Alexa, and it it pops out of the closet. Yeah, that'd be creepy. That'd be wild. That was like a Disney movie when we were younger. Yeah, it probably was. We probably are just remembering a movie that yeah, already happened. 100%. 100%. Yeah, that guy, uh, did you listen to that Lex Friedman on Rogan's uh, Halfway podcast? through it, actually. Yeah, that's like sort of what he's building. Is is like a... Do you ever watch that movie, Her? It's it's, no. it's like an Alexa. It's like a little earpiece you put in your ear, and it's essentially like a virtual like girlfriend or like a partner where it's just, like, some thing you have to talk to and, like, organize your schedule and stuff yeah. like that. But in the movie, like, a guy ends up, like, falling in love with her. and like Spoiler alert, yeah. dude. I haven't yeah. seen it. Relax. Yeah. But he's he's essentially trying to build that. Like, it's, like, just... It's it's not a person, but it's, it's like, the digital components yeah. of, like, a AI you could right. talk to, like, in your ear. Right. Which That's, is pretty wild because, like, people, if... You told my parents when they were 16 mm-hmm. that they would have a phone in their pocket that could be a calculator. It could go on the internet. They'd connect you with millions of people. They would never think of that. So now it's like, okay, we have the cell phone. We have the technology. Obviously, that gets better. Mm-hmm. But what's the next thing? Like, we don't know We don't know what the next thing is. And our parents, they thought the beeper was the fucking yeah, next yeah. thing. You know what I mean? So it's like, where do we go from here? I thought Google Glasses was going to take off, but I think everybody was, like, really worried and cognizant of that they were being recorded or felt like it was going to be a little weird. But I feel like glasses will be the next thing where you just put something on and then it's augmented reality in front of you where you're, like, talking to somebody and then you get a image, bing, your Brittany has texted you. Mm-hmm. And then you could, like, respond in your... I feel like that's, like, the next the next big thing yeah man for sure it's it does seem like there's certainly like interesting challenges to that like when you think about it like i'm wearing glasses right now i'm thinking about it like trying to imagine how that would work right but it does definitely seem like something in that direction has to happen there has to be some sort of uh increase of bandwidth to what you're able to do online yeah and Maybe it's some sort of brain implant. Oh yeah, forgot to mention See? by the way, one of Elon's other companies is that he's implanting a chip into your brain nope, where you can I'll interface say. with computers. Nope. Okay, I'll uh, set on that. Just one. happened to glance over that detail. But, yeah. yeah. No thanks. I'm all set on that one. That actually has very interesting implications. Right now, it's mostly medical, like for people who have um, like a paral paralyzed limb or something like that like whoa yeah yeah where they can move their arm again um that's the goal or just, i don't know oh, if, but yeah that's what they're trying to do i don't know if you saw that like presentation at all but no they're essentially trying to make brain surgery like mainstreamed or streamlined to the point where it's like lasik eye surgery where it's like a surgery that you're in and out high success rate yeah because brain time low exactly because brain surgery is like not something anyone is interested in partaking in right however if it's just like a little they they show in images it's like a tiny like little needle that they like thread some things into and it's literally just like a prick and like they do well they i think they have to cut your skull open yeah right it's it's like a uh it's like a little like prick where they it's all like done with like a machine and they're trying to make it to the point where it's literally like so cheap or so 
inexpensive, safe to use, and beneficial that like people will eventually elect to do this just on their own because Dude, they don't see a risk in it. Early 1900s, if you had a headache, they would just drill a hole in your head, <laughs> yeah. and they're like, yeah, it'll fix it or relieve the pressure. Yeah, that was crazy. And now we're just like oh, threading man. network shit into our brain. Yeah. The world's gotten very strange. Yeah. Um, I'm glad that it has, but yeah, I it's gotten to the point where like, how are people even like conceiving like, and executing yeah. on these ideas? It's yeah. very yeah, it's very out there. Like we're Be, we're literally so trying much. to send people to Mars and stuff like that. Yeah. Like, what? How are how are these things even? You gonna go to Mars? Are you gonna colonize yeah, Mars? Yeah, I'll, I'll be there. You'll be. <laughs> I'll be down here just enjoying oxygen. I'll bro. throw you uh, like a paper plane with like a little <laughs> message on it. <laughs> Yeah, no, the images from the rover are pretty cool. It's, like, one of my things that I love the most about about space technology is the fact that, like, look at the uh, <clears throat> the images of Pluto from when we were mm. younger and we were learning about the solar system. It was, like, a pixelated thing. Now it's, now it's a an planet. HD, like, high res, and it was a planet. Yeah, yeah. I'm a little bitter about that. Yeah, but. I know. Now that we have the better images, now it's not a planet. Now. <laughs> Back when it was hell? a pixel, it was. Oh, it's a planet. Gotta call it a planet. Yeah. It's still a planet, goddammit. Yeah. It's a cute planet too. But no, it's like favorite. space exploration is probably like one of the one of the coolest things because the possibilities are endless. Like I didn't realize the phrase infinite what is uh Rogan's used it before where it's like there's if it's infinite then there's another universe with us doing the same thing all different variations you have blue skin i have red skin you have long hair i have no hair and it's like all this like different variations and and concepts and stuff yeah which is wild but then i when i was on reddit i saw like uh there's like all these theories of if there's other planet other life on planet where it's like we're in a goldilocks zone Mm. it's very very rare that that happens uh intelligent life exists but it's just watching us from afar. There's like all these different theories of why we haven't found life yet. Yeah, yeah. It's got to be there's, out there, right? Well, there's that famous uh, the Drake equation, which is basically like uh, I don't remember the guy something Drake, but it was basically. Oh, that's cool. The rapper made that up. Yeah, Drake, nice. the rapper. That's sweet. Yeah. Hell yeah. Yeah. He's a smart dude. Um, Degrassi. Degrassi. Yeah. <laughs> Went from Degrassi to De- scientific equations. You know, the Degrassi formula. Yeah. <laughs> but it, it's it's essentially just like taking into account how many stars there are in the that we can see, how many planets revolve around each star, how many... Like, it takes into, like, all these things into account and basically determines, like, there, there like, has to be life somewhere else or... After life reaches a certain point, it always just ex- kills itself and yeah. just explodes and destructs itself. And yeah, so the planets with life are like a, a ticking time bomb. No, not necessarily, but like just given, so yeah, given like what we know about like just how vast space is, yeah. like it definitely seems like there should be life. At least some, even if even it's point zero 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 one percent, like life is everywhere in the universe. Yeah, even right. if that's the case, like right. it, it is just so vast. Like yeah. we we can't even, as humans, comprehend how vast space is. Yeah, you don't think about it when you see. It, what I like is like when you see online and it's like 
it puts it into perspective. Like, there's that video that's on mm. YouTube that, like, goes through the moon, and then it brings you up the ladder on how big all the... And then you get to the sun, yeah. and you're like, Jesus, you could fit how many Earths into the sun from just a tiny little helpless ant. I and the sun's like, just a normal star in a sea of stars. Yeah, right. And the sun is, like, a smaller star, mm. too. Like, that's not even the biggest star that's out there, which is, like, insane. It's just, I don't know, there's got to be life out there, and I, I want to find it. Yep, that's why we got to go to Mars first. Mars and first. work our way through the solar system. <laughs> there's going to be cyber trucks on Mars. Cyber trucks on Mars. slowly expand out. That's where Elon Musk could put all his superchargers. Yep. All on Mars. You know that's the plan, right? Cyber trucks on Mars? No. They're Mars ready, baby. What? Yeah, people are like, why do they look so crazy? It looks dumb. I, I want to I want a Ford oh, F-150. Elon's new his new truck yeah yeah okay the cyber truck is literally designed with like a like it has a pressure like it there's an option for a pressurized cabin <laughs> and it's literally going to be used on mars like what like that's that's the sort of thinking he's on he's like he's not thinking uh what kind of cute wheels should i put on there to right. for the truck guys he's like he's i thinking, need something yeah that he's will like work. all right i need some i'm going to mars I need some good trucks on Mars. They obviously can't be running on gas because you can't send like that much gas up there. Yeah, right. They have to be electric, and they have to be sturdy, and they have to be oh, God. That's so pressurized wild. cabin and stuff like that. And they're yeah, they're designed to be Mars ready. Who thinks of that shit? Uh, yeah. Elon Musk, I guess. Yep. Like that's not something I think of. Like if they I'm... also sent a roadster into space. You know about that? Oh yeah, they yeah. sent a roadster into space, and they have a mannequin, right? Yeah, and there's He's a message the on it that says. Made by humans on Earth. Good message. Interesting. Maybe. Nobody speaks English out there, <laughs> for sure. So they're going to see that and be like, what the fuck does that mean? Yeah. What's a human? Well, I know they can't even... You know what's funny is, like, there's news reports of, like, a steady uh, signal that. coming in from... It's, like, what, every, like, 15 minutes or something? Or oh, yeah. 16 days. There yeah, you go. Yeah. There's a steady signal. Yeah. So, and we're trying to figure that out. Could you imagine our roads are just... Like, getting into a, a planet's orbit, landing, and then they're like, Oh my god, what does this mean? It, what is this vehicle? They wouldn't even use the word vehicle. It would be something totally different. But See, we send a way better message. We send we, we're, that's concrete. Yeah. Guys. Not just this. Send us a car, you idiots. Send us one of your goddamn flying machines, you fools. Oh, that's so funny. Oh, man. Well, that's... uh. 45 minutes, dude. Oh, wow. Right? Can I just say something on John Jones, though? Yeah. I'm I'm very... I got a bone to pick with the world right now. Why? Everyone... Because everybody's thinking Dominic Reyes won that fight? Well, that's... I get it. I get... It was a close fight, and I get it. But everyone is... Wants this ref's... Or this judge's head on a stick. Yeah. Who gave John four rounds to one. Mm-hmm. And... It's not a logical thing to be mad at that ref. Because the... Or the judge... The other two judges gave Jones, one of them gave him round two, four, and five. The other one gave him three, four, and five. Mm-hmm. And then this one judge that every single person, Luke Thomas, Ariel Hawani, Joe Rogan, e- Brendan Schaub, everyone is so mad at this yeah. ref. They say he should be fired. He doesn't know what he's doing. He gave him two, three, four, and five. When you should, If you have a true bone to pick with this guy... In, then your point needs to be uh, Dominic Reyes for sure didn't win round two 
and both of these judges don't know what they're doing. Right. You can't just get mad at this guy because he gave him four rounds. Like they, right. you, it's easy to think that like. Four rounds to one. I watched that fight. It was a close fight. Four rounds to one. Yeah. But that's not how these things work. Yeah. Like, you win on rounds, and if they're close rounds, they could be like a coin flip decision sometimes. And it's not crazy for a judge to give it four rounds to one when two of the rounds were very close. I feel like everybody's just been very frustrated with with judging, the judging well, in general. And I will say, that judge had bad decisions earlier on in that night. Mm-hmm. Like that James Krause fight. Did he you was also, remember that fight? There was a judge staring at the floor that, for 30 see, seconds. See, that's not true. That's just a random oh, that commissioner. Was, oh. That's not a judge. People oh. just were like, this guy was looking at his phone and he doesn't oh, know anything shit. about fighting. Look it's at that. Like, see, that's how the rumors started. Yeah, yeah. But that's just not the case. But do you remember that James Krause fight where the guy had his back, the smaller guy had his oh, back? Oh, yeah, yeah, The whole first round, he had his back, almost choked him. Like, mm-hmm. they, that judge gave that round to the other guy. Mm-hmm. He had his back taken the whole round yeah, and right, almost right. got submitted, like, four times. But the other guy... There, that is one where, like, uh, you, you we, cannot make that argument. Yeah, you would rather have people upset about that. Yeah, 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 yeah. But I just, I think it's, like, people are just upset at the judging because... We are, let's be real, we are using kind of something that doesn't really apply to us. Mm. We're using a boxing scoring yeah, system yeah. On, in a UFC event, which doesn't, it doesn't make sense. But I like, like Dominic Cruz said, we, there's an ability to have the greatest minds come together and, and make it a, a unified scoring system. Not, like the, the past fights were not under the unified one where you couldn't do well, a that, replay that's, or something. That was shit. the real issue with this fight. Was that it's? It was in Texas where they still are going by the old rules, not the new unified Why? rules. Why? And the difference. That's so weird. The difference in those rules in the judging of this fight was that they used to score octagon control much right. higher, and then they changed the rules. So basically, if the striking was dead even, then you judge octagon control. Mm. But this was the old rules where octagon control is actually important. Jones had octagon control like the whole fight. Yeah. He got outstruck a couple rounds, but he had octagon control, and I think that's what these judges saw. So people are mad at these specific judges, but I think more it's just the state of Texas. Oh, yeah. Like they, they, these things need to be unified. Well, like, yeah, and it's like it's just, everybody's just frustrated, right? It's like how do you how do you get through to them when they? They just look kind of like close everybody off and yeah, and, I don't know, and it's, it's just, state to state like it's you, it's hard. How do you make a state do any one thing? Like, look at New York. We had MMA illegal for how long yeah. until that gross guy finally got out of office? Was mm-hmm. it like a senator, or a congressman here in I New already, York or I something? Can't, I, I already can't remember his name. But it's it's insane to me. But it's like if like I can understand people being upset about the judging and not and having nothing done about it in the past, right? Like, if this was 2004, 2003, when anime was still mm-hmm. getting big, it's like, that's a different... Maybe we don't have the resources to make a whole... But now, there's no reason for it. We have experts all over the place. We have experts that don't even fight in a cage. Ariel Hawani. That's a great mind to put in the mix of, like, how do you want to score stuff? Well, but... We have tons of champions we can... Here's the thing. If you want to be a judge, you can you can sign up and be a judge if you want. Oh, the problem is, it doesn't pay well, and nobody wants to do it. Right. These avenues are available, but people don't want to do it. Yeah. Like it, 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 that's that's just true. Like yeah. Ariel Hawani isn't going to move to Texas and become a Texas judge yeah, yeah, for the right. athletic commission. Right. 
and like people get mad, but like that's just the way things are, right? Like it's it's a hard problem to solve that because it, that like if you, UFC can't really do anything about it because it's like the independent states thing, and like yeah. they legally can't really do anything about it. They can't assign their own judges because that's that'd be like a conflict of interest. Right. It's a it's a pretty complicated issue. To like, stress. how come the the ref, are the refs still made by the state commission? Mm-hmm. So it's like we usually still have the same general refs. It's usually like the same. Yeah, because they're just six yeah they're guys. they're just like licensed at every like and, oh they just license all. Yeah, I'm sure I'm sure. You know who we should talk to is Steve Ward. Yeah, yeah. We should, for I sure. should talk to him. Yeah, about I would love to. Words. Yeah, uh, because yeah. I have no clue, and I know before he said that it works on like a call basis, mm-hmm. but it's like. They also base it on how many fights you've... Like, I would love to have a conversation with him and figure yeah. out, like, what it's like for him roughing. Yeah, I'm curious about that, too. Because that's a different... That's a whole different field. Yeah, um, like, how, like yeah, you become a New York State ref, but, but how do you get to the point where you're, you like, being called from the UFC to do these things? Yeah, right. yeah I, don't, I don't know that process I, Yeah, I don't know. I think it's interesting. But back to the John Jones-Dominic Gray. Everybody's upset and thinks John or Dominic Gray is against a rematch. How about Tiago Santos? I feel like he needs the rematch. Here's the I problem. I feel like that fight was closer than Dominic Reyes. You say that, but here's the problem. I think there's... An, so I we, also haven't rewatched the, yeah, the Tiago I, Santos fight in a, since that fight happened. I rewatched both of them with no audio. Oh. For work. the reason of, like, trying to... Fi- Whenever you watch a fight, there's bias in, implied. Like, in there's your own bias. When you're watching it, do you like this guy... Do you not like? Do you like the other guy? Even if like you don't really think about it, like there's some sort of bias involved, and it's so easy to take that. Or commentators are saying something, and or the crowd is cheering at certain moments. There's there's a lot of, that plays into like who you think is winning, but you watch it. In I've silence. never watched the fight in silence. That's I, I literally just typed in Jones versus Reyes full fight. It was the first thing that popped up. Oh, it was really? So easy to find, and. What ends up happening is a lot of the drama of like, oh shoot, this challenger is actually doing something against John Jones is a little bit dulled because like these big shots don't really don't land really clean. Land. Yeah. And like it just it changes. Like the Tiago Santos fight, I I watched that and I thought Santos won- hit some bombs. I thought on he him, earned a like a split decision win when I watched that the first time. When I watched it the second time, I thought Jones won it like four, no audio. four rounds to one, probably. Yeah, he That's he never was like in danger. Yeah, it's just like there's moments where he's like backing up and maybe gets hit a little bit, and he's like running away, and people are like, "Oh, what?" Yeah, but he doesn't really get hit that like cleanly. Ever. Yeah, you sent me that video of him uh, bobbing and weaving yeah, those yeah. punches. It was really nice, right? His head movement was on point that that fight. Yeah, that was what I got from rewatching the Reyes and Jones one. That one, it was close. Round one, Dom. Two and three, close. Mm-hmm. Round four and five, John. Yeah. Like, but I, I think that's how John always is in his fights. The last, I yeah. feel like the since he's made his return, um, I feel like the first few rounds he's kind of just like poking, prodding. You're just trying to get a game plan for him. And then it's like the third, fourth, and fifth when he kind of like figures out the riddle. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, the his earlier days, he was that just aggressive young yeah. free spirit like just had nothing to lose just gunning yep. for the title well, after you become a champion I feel like it's impossible to keep that exact same yeah. style you it's, have it's to it's more mature style yeah, now you have John. to play it a little bit safer you have to 
like look at Floyd Mayweather. Like he had oh, to be, yeah, he yeah. had to become this guy who was like, all right, I'm. He I'm used not to be pretty touched. crazy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And GSP, he yep. he was much more like trying to finish early on. Mm-hmm. It's just like what happens. You yeah. can't stay on top and then have these hungry guys gunning for you with nothing to lose, and then you're also yeah. kind of crazy. Right. That's yeah. It's hard so where do you go for your John next? Like who do you fight? Because if you look at the next, yeah. the top contenders, I feel like there's nobody there that really makes a. Yeah, I wouldn't be mad at a rematch. I don't know. Contenders for the light, heavy weight. You UFC. got Corey Anderson, Jan Blachowicz. You got Style Bender. You got Stipe. You got Dominic Reyes. You got Tiago Santos. There's there's some options. I I'm I don't need to see him in giant fights. I like seeing him just fight the next worthy contender. Like I, I don't I'm not well, mad at that. Here's. So the top four, he's already beat. He's beat Dominic Reyes, Tiago Santos, or Santos, he's beat Anthony Smith, and DC. And then you have Corey Anderson, who's been gunning for a title shot, which I think he's actually fighting this weekend, yeah, right? Yeah, he's he, fighting, he does uh, well against Jan. Jan Blockowitz. He deserves it, but yeah. they might Did he fight uh, Vulcan? John Jones didn't fight Ozdemir, did he? No. See, that's the other funny thing, is that Dominic Reyes was gifted a decision against Vulcan. He lost that fight. Oh. But he, he was he, everyone thinks he lost that fight, mm-hmm. and he was gifted a decision, and he essentially got the title fight from that. Yeah. Whereas, well, he got not, the title fight because he knocked out yeah, Chris Weidman. Chris Weidman. But he got I the Chris Weidman fight after that one. I didn't agree. Like I was like, when he fought Chris Weidman and knocked him out, I'm like, cool. Let's see oh, you. Let's see you fight Corey Anderson. It was just something fun. I think it was more of John Jones' decision because he's like he sees how dangerous he is, and yeah. he wanted to fight him. Right. Uh. But yeah, you can't call robbery now when you didn't call robbery when he fought yeah. Volkan Ostemir because right. that that was a robbery. Yeah. This this one wasn't a robbery. It was a close fight, and you can disagree with the decision. The Vulcan one was a robbery. Yeah, right, right. No, it's just it's it's interesting because I for John Jones is like you're saying you don't want to see him in a, and now I'm like no, I want to see him in a I want to see him in a big fight. I want to see him take. I want to see him move up to heavyweight and fight Stipe. I would love to see that, but I know DC and Stipe are. Are yeah. waiting to fight. I don't. I'm just kind of. I'm like fine. I, I don't need to like hold up two divisions just to like see. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. It would be cool, but I feel like then you just kind of kill the light heavyweight division for a while. Mm-hmm. Like what? What's gonna happen there? Well, that that tends to happen when any when anybody becomes a champ champ. Like it seems that yeah. like there's nobody. I would say that's what I mean. Except for maybe Amanda Nunes, when she's champ champ, she's like defended both weight classes, right? Yeah, I think so. Because you have, like, Henry Cejudo became champ champ, but he hasn't fought in forever, and he's relinquishing the flyweight title, right? Yeah, that turned into a nightmare. And he's fighting Jose Aldo. Like, yeah, like, right. And then it's, uh, what's a, what's another? Connor, when he was featherweight and lightweight, he never defended either. So it's, like, it's a weird thing where I'd like to see a double champ defend it in both both weight classes. Yep. Uh, Ryan Bader's about to do that. He's about to fight. 205 and nice and he just fought heavyweight too not too long ago yeah he won the heavyweight tournament and then defended it against Czech Congo and now he's going back to light heavyweight you know who else has a chance to be a champ champ Douglas Lima is fighting Gegard oh yeah that's right you should yeah you tag in that that's gonna be a fight love that one that's gonna be exciting I think I think Lima can get it done you think so beast god damn dude that's I'm I'm pumped for that fight uh Lima fought Roy McDonald right they both fought Rory. They both did, right? Lima's was a close fight. Gegard kind of messed him up. Yeah, I was gonna say, did he, did Gengar, did he knock out Rory? I th- 
think he just brutalized them. Yeah, he might have knocked them out. I don't know. Because Rory's got a tough chin. Yeah, I think he just brutalized them a little bit. Yeah, I feel like he's got a pretty crazy chin. I don't know. Bellator has got some uh, some good talent I would love to see in the, in the UFC. But... I like that they do tournaments when they want to. I don't yeah. I don't like being a slave to the tournament format yeah, right, like right. PFL, which is it's kind of cool and it has its merits. Is, is PFL the one that has seasons? Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know if I like a season for Rory's fighting in there now. Yeah, he just got he's, signed He's got over. a chance to win a million. He's got a good chance to win a million. Yeah, that would be crazy. That would probably be the most money he's ever made in his career. And he he's also it. on the road. That would be crazy because he would win a title in the UFC. He was champion Bellator too, right? He never won a title in the UFC. Oh, that's right. He was close. Yeah, he never won. It was a, a fucking super close fight. Yeah. Damn, who did he fight the title for? Was it Robbie Law? Yeah, it was yeah. Robbie was the champ, right? Yeah, yeah. God, what a fight. Yep. What a fight. That is a crazy. And then uh, they were just training together, too. I love that. Yeah. yeah, that was a great picture. Yeah. I was That made me super happy. I was like, that's the shit I like to see in yep. the MMA community. Well, All right, boss. dude, it's hour long. Time. Yeah, thanks for doing this. I appreciate it. Yeah, absolutely. All right, man. See ya. See ya. See ya.